Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Insider Alex Pavlovich is with us here on uh, on Willard and Dibs. Glad you're with us. We'll get back to your calls in a little bit. 888-957-9570. Pavs, we were uh, bouncing around a little bit. In fact, Joe Shasky last night on Twitter was like, gosh, there's, there's like one thing out there on Twitter about Gabe Kapler. And the comments below are just all this kind of negativity and 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 criticisms and managers now in baseball are middle management we know that so what's your read on this and i know you're on social with the giants fans a lot like what's your read on on why gabe kapler gets the reaction he gets um i think he's always been polarizing he was polarizing in in uh during his playing career at times in in philadelphia um certainly we remember his first press conference here, so there's there's an element of that, and I think you're either going to be really on board, or, or there's a lot of people that I just don't know that he's ever going to win over. And if 2021, you know, the, this offseason is a different case, but if you, if you feel the way you did after 2021, you still feel that way about him, then I, I just don't know that there's anything he can ever do to win you over. I guess win the World Series would be uh, something you could do to, to win the fans over, but... Uh, it, that would help. Yeah, I think it would help. But going into this spring, Alex, if you're a Giants fan and you look at the the 40-man roster and you look at the camp roster, who's the one player you could be most excited about? Yeah, I mean, Kyle Harrison's going to get most of the headlines, obviously. I really think watching Michael Conforto, like I I think he's next in line there in in terms of guys like Rodon and Jock where, where you just go like, oh, that guy's a Giant now. Like, that guy's really good. So... Uh, I think he has a chance to to really be a little bit of, of a breakout guy for him, and um, he looks good. Just watching him take batting practice, you know, looks healthy, and and the swing is is beautiful from the left side. I mean, it, it is something that I think Giants fans are really going to enjoy. Alex Pavlovich with us here on Willard and Dibs. Hey, what happened with Joey Bart? Why 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 are we hearing that this is just an open competition and he might not even make the team? He's making the team. Nothing happened with him. He's, it is a, you know, early spring talk. It is maybe trying to make sure that a young player knows that he has to win his job most years. Um, but he will be on the team. He'll be fine. So it, I, I haven't made much of it. Um, I know other people have, but I just don't see a, a realistic, um, you know, path for, for two other guys to jump over him. Do you think that Blake Sable ultimately joins uh, Joey Bart in the catching situation, and will it be a straight platoon, you think? No, I think it's going to be Roberto Perez, if I had to guess. I mean, he's a veteran. He got, you know, not a huge deal, but one that has a lot of incentives for playing time, and he chose the Giants over some other options. Um, so I, I think 
for me, he is probably the front runner there. And, and look, he has, he has the most experience out of anybody in that group. He has two gold gloves. So for me, he makes a lot of sense um, for this roster. Uh, Alex, let's go back to Kyle Harrison. What, what do you think is the plan for him this year? Well, he's going to be in AAA, and they hope they don't need him for a while. It, you hope he's in a situation where he's so good there that, um, you know, he kind of forces the issue. And I I think they are in that situation. One guy they're really, really excited about just as a depth piece is Jacob Junis. He had a good winter. He is healthier than he was last year. And, and we saw some really nice things from him early on. So, you know, there are kind of layers of depth here beyond the six guys they have in the rotation. There's Junis. There's Sean Jelly, who on some muscle in the offseason, had a good winter. So there's a lot of guys ahead of Harrison, but I, I think that'll allow him to go to AAA and get comfortable and, and work on a few things. And if you look up and he has like a 2.2 ERA after five or six starts, then you start having that conversation. But for now, at least, they, they have a lot of guys in front of him. Defensively, a lot of question marks about whether or not this team got better, primarily at first base. How do you see first base working out for the Giants going into the year? Well, for now, it's going to be Lamont Wade Jr., and he's somebody you know we've seen in the outfield. We did see him at first base in 2021, and and he was pretty good there when he had to fill in two years ago. I mean, last year, he admitted to us yesterday, he, he came into camp a little bit concerned about the knee just because you know the lockout didn't allow him to get the treatment that maybe he, he felt he needed over the offseason. Um, and he was just playing catch-up, and then he gets hurt, and, and just the whole year was kind of a lost year for him. But they're hoping he takes that job and, and runs with it. And other than that, there's, you know, we know the right-handed options. There's three of them on the infield. And, and the one interesting part of camp early on has been just watching Jock Peterson basically do all of his work at first base because they, they don't have another left-handed option there other than Wade. So uh, we're going to see some Jock Peterson over there in, in camp, and, and they're going to see how that goes. Alex, what do you think this looks like when the season's op- uh, the season opens? I, I, I know that, that, that you know this. The Giants know... Uh, the the collective mentality of their fan base right now, and, and it's not good, and and people are are frustrated and, and angry, and they're well aware that the only way to fix that is to is to go out and win. But so, with that said, what do you think in terms of attendance and the relationship between the Giants and their fans? What do you think that looks like for the first say month and a half of the season? Yeah, it, it's hard to predict attendance because you know usually. Early on, you, you get a little bump that first weekend there. I would imagine the first like Tuesday, Wednesday night game. I mean, we're probably looking at fifteen thousand. I don't, I don't know. I think that's where we were around last year. Most nights was, was around twenty. So um, it, they understand it, and I, I will say, just being around. I mean, I think there's a real understanding from uh, from members of the front office and members of the coaching staff. Um, you know, our job obviously is to try to get access and, and try to do cool things and. I think there's been more of that this spring and they're a little bit more open to things than they've been in the past and they get it. Like they're going to have to not just win, but they're going to have to make these guys, you know, the guys in camp right now, those are going to have to be a lot of the guys who are faces of the franchise because they've had a hard time getting guys over here from elsewhere. So I think they get it. It's just a matter of, like you said, I mean, you have to go out and win. And if you get off to a rough start coming off, you know, a weird off season, it, it all kind of just snowballs. Yeah, and we were talking to uh, the guys in the morning about the nature of fans out here, and it feels like winning teams attract more fans here as opposed to East Coast cities. If you were going to look to market this team to the casual fan, what's the strength of this ball club coming into camp? 
Well, it, it's difficult because I, I think the strength is something you can't market. Like, I, I think they've raised the floor for this entire group. And you just kind of look around and you watch groups of, you know, yesterday was the first full squad workout. And for me, it's, it, this is a weird thing to say, but there's just not like bad players here. <laughs> there's just a lot of guys who you're like, okay, Conforto, Hanniger, Slater, Yastrzemski, Estrada, Crawford. Like, we know what these guys can all do. Um, we know most of them are... are just about none of them are going to have a chance to be voted into the all-star game, but they're all generally good players and guys who have been good at other levels. And, and I think there's layers of depth and you look at the rotation and, you know, one person, one veteran is going to be bumped from the rotation. Who's been really good in the past, whether that's Alex Wood or Disrepani or Sean Manaya or whoever it ends up being. But I think that is the strength of this team is the depth they have in the fact that um, they should be able to, over the course of a long season, take advantage of that and, and, you know, when other teams start to wear down a little bit, they should be able to take advantage. But it's not something you can market necessarily. So you're not going to, you know, their, their marketing slogan this year is not going to be, we raise the floor in the offseason. Like I think you nailed it, though, Alex. Ah, Giants baseball, yeah. we're not bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, it, you're not going to look at it and go like, you know what, there's a lot of depth on this sporting <laughs> um, But so that's the tough part. And, and I think for them, it's, for me, it's like a two-part thing. It's, it's right now, you, you know what you have in Crawford, you know what you have in Logan Webb, you hope that fans fall in love with the Hanniger or Conforto or, or somebody else like that. Um, and then over time, it, it's just, can you win? And can some of these young players that we hear about and that we see and that, you know, I'm watching right now, Casey Schmidt and Vaughn Brown on the field and Kyle Harrison is out there somewhere. Like, do those guys become Brandon Bell? Or, or uh, you know, does one of them become a... a a Matt Kane or a Madison Bumgarner or, or even like your own version of like an Evan Longoria at third base, something like that. So that over time, they'll have to have it marketed from guys who are internal. But uh, I think for them, the easiest thing right now is just to get off to a good start. Alex Pavlovich is with us here on Willard and Dibs. Pavs, I remember sitting in the uh, press box with you late last year having a conversation about big money free agents. And we know this isn't necessarily the most comfortable zone for this particular front office. But how do you feel this offseason experience sets them up for those kinds of conversations in the future? And yes, I'm asking about Shohei Otani. <laughs> well... There's two things there. First of all, we know now that since Farhan took over, he has offered 310 plus million to Bryce Harper, uh, Aaron Judge, and Carlos Correa. Now, none of those guys are here, but they have been willing to make those offers and willing to go, especially this offseason, like back to back in the span of a month, did something that most franchises can never dream of. Now, there are other franchises that do that pretty easily, but but I think that is something to keep in mind as the next guy comes up. Like, there is $300 million sitting there, 330 350 whatever it is, sitting there for somebody. Now, Otani is a different case because, you know, the industry word is 500 So it's like that's, we're looking at probably the biggest contract in, in sports history. And when you get to that level, as much as the Giants have offered and as, as comfortable as they've been, you know, being in those waters for a judge and a Correa, like, now you're talking about going up against the Mets. You're going up against the Dodgers. Like those are the two teams everybody's waiting on, on Otani. So it, it's just a different conversation. They will be in it. I, I just think, you know, you're talking about the biggest contract in the sports history, and, and as much as they've been willing to spend, it just feels like a different level there. And part of the need to bring in this player, don't they have to build the team to become more attractive? It's not just about being able to spend the money. It's about having a team that's more attractive to these players. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that'll be a big part of it. But, you know, guys, Otani in particular, I mean, he did want to be on the West Coast when he came here. So they do have advantages as well. And, and uh, you know, the ballpark and um, being in California, things like that. Like, there are a lot of advantages they have. And, and I, I think, it, it, look, as disappointed as everybody is with last season, they didn't lose 100 games. Like, they went 81 and 81. They're coming off 107 the year before. If they're in the 80s somewhere this year, if they're in the wild card race, if they sneak into the postseason, you're totally fine. Like, you're not, you, you can't say, like, we're the Dodgers, but you're totally fine when you go into those bidding wars. So I don't think that'll be as big a deal. It's just these things, as we know, generally come down um, to the dollar figure, which is why Carlos Correa was going to come out to the West Coast. And so it's a matter of are you comfortable? We know you're comfortable at 350, 360, or you're willing to hold your nose and, and make that offer. Can you do 450? Can you do 500? Is, is that where, where this goes? Mm. <laughs> those are some, those are yeah. some big old numbers. But, uh, but yeah, I, I get it, especially since he's two players. Um, Alex, great stuff, man. Thank you. I know we'll be talking to you a lot here as we, as we get closer. I hope so, guys. Good talking to you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.